With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We are potting. How about you, everybody? Welcome into the Auburn Live Recruiting Show. I am your host, Jeffrey Lee, Senior Recruiting Editor for Auburn Live on 3. I am joined, as I always am, 60% of the time by Mr. J. Head, Mr. Cole Peace. And how about you, fellas? How about you? Wake up, Cole. <laughs> Cole's been working hard. Yeah, he has. Look at that suntan. Yeah, man. I, I got I got the uh, – I, I went a little too hard on the sun. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it's not yeah. me. I look like a ghost. Oh, that that ring light, baby. That's all. <laughs> so yeah, it is. Man, he's bright, son. Uh, we've got a lot to cut, talk about. We are, we are. What about what is today? Wednesday, August the ninth. We are yes. four days from Lewis Solomon having committed to Auburn last minute. We are three days away from the decision of T.J. Lindsey, the four-star defense alignment uh, from Arkansas via IMG Academy. A lot of uh, commitment dates coming up. A lot of decisions will be made before the start of the season gets under uh, in September. We will talk about it all real quick. We'll get to some questions there at the end. But before we do, got to say, if you're looking for a house in or around Auburn, Alabama, in Opelika, Alabama, in Lee County, Alabama, look no further, people. I have the help. Her name is Jessica Andrews. She's with the Talents Group. She is a five-star realtor. Just ask Jay Head. She will do it all, man. <laughs> Buying, selling, finding you something uh, to invest in, and uh, get, get get somebody else in there to rent. It's a fantastic opportunity in Auburn to do that. And uh, she is very good at doing it all, man. Give her a call, 334-704-4442. Tell her we sent you, and it might help me out. All right, guys, Auburn has 15 commitments, top 15 class. Now that Jalewis Solomon is committed, uh, could be adding to that commitment soon. T.J. Lindsey, we talked about him just or mentioned him the, er, earlier. He will be announcing Saturday, August the 12th. Auburn, Texas. Texas A&M and then Miami. Miami. Probably a distant fourth right about now. Mm-hmm. Kind of been Auburn and Texas for a while. Yeah, he was. he was pretty – Honest about that, when I talked to him a couple of weeks ago, those were the two official visits that stood out among the others. So I just assumed that probably meant those were the two and have been running with that. But now, you know, we all feel pretty good about Auburn, right? Yes. yes. Feel very, very good. Very good. Yeah. yeah. I, I think <clears throat> unless something changes, and Lord knows it can. Absolutely. He will be committing to Auburn on Saturday. It would be a – Second defensive lineman commitment, joining Malik yes. Blockton. Yep. Second, joining Malik Blockton. Uh, probably, I think Malik's better right now where he is, in, like as a floor setter. But I think yeah. the, potential, the potential of this young man is higher. I mean, I, I think he's, you know, if everything comes together right, you're talking about all SEC capability. Now, he's not, he, he's, 
he's a project and he's going to take some development uh, from that standpoint, but you love the frame, you love the tools, you love everything that you see there. It's just, you know, he's just got some work he needs to do to refine certain things. Yeah. I mean, a guy like TJ Lindsay, his, his film doesn't pop to me necessarily, if I'm being honest. Mm -hmm. Uh, But when I saw him in person, I had to go now, now who's this guy? Yeah, he's on an official visit. They're like, yeah, that's T.J. Lindsay. I was like, oh, that doesn't even look like the same guy in those highlights. Like he he's obviously gone through a change, you know, a growth in this past year. I, I'm very interested to see, you know, how he is at IMG. I don't know how that'll be, but that's going to be interesting. T.J. Lindsay, who could not make it to Big Cat, but man, when you send your parents in place of you, in lieu of you, that's a big deal. Yeah, it's a bit, very a, big deal. That was telling. That was telling. I think that was a, I like Auburn, mom and dad, go check it out, see what y'all think. And they came back and said, mm-hmm. if I had more hands, I'd give it three thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> so Saturday, you've got TJ Lindsay announcing. You've also got, nothing has been said, and we're just going to split gears real quick uh, to basketball because Florida Badunga, the number five, six, top eight player in the country, uh, six eleven, seven foot center, five star kid is going to be announcing Auburn, Duke, Kansas, Michigan, and uh, I'm, I'm going to go chronologically with these date, uh, commitment dates. You got T.J. Lindsay on Saturday. We think Flory Badunga is Saturday, but he has not released it uh, for sure. But to stay in line there, Flory Badunga. I had an update last night on the corner. I know a lot of people, a lot of national guys, even some uh, some local guys around Duke think the Blue Devils are the absolute team to beat. There's several predictions in for him, several crystal balls in for him to end up at Duke. All I can tell you is what my sources are hearing, and those are local sources. It's not like I've got sources at Duke and Kansas and Michigan. I've got sources at Auburn, and they say, unless the kid and his parents are bluffing, that Duke is not happening. So I thought that was pretty big news when everybody else thinks he's going to Duke. And listen, he might be. I don't know. All I can, Like I said, all I can do is tell you what my people are telling me and that's that Duke is not happening, that would lead you to believe it's an Auburn-Kansas battle, which is what those people, my people, have been saying for the past couple of weeks. I think the last update I had was all I've got is it's Auburn-Kansas, and Auburn feels like they have a good shot. Uh, Bruce Pearl has been very active in this. Stephen Pearl has been very active in this. So uh, they have put in a lot of money, time, resources on the recruitment of Flory Badunga, and he is set to come off the board sometime in the next few days. And uh, all I have for you is that Auburn sources don't think Duke is in it. They don't think Michigan's in it. They think it's Auburn-Kansas. I know Kansas, as Jay had said before the show, they're in the market for some bigs. They've got a seven-foot center coming in for an official visit in early September. And <clears throat> so it's, it's, not a, it's not a done deal. It's still up in the air as far as I know. He hasn't told Auburn he's coming. He hasn't told Kansas he's coming as far as I know. So this is going to be kind of a K.J. Bolden thing, you know, where nobody really knows. Um, unless something changes, nobody really knows he's just going to announce his decision. Uh, but uh, Cliff's notes here, Auburn feels like it's Auburn and Kansas. Auburn feels like they got a damn good shot, and we'll wait and see what he does on Saturday. Uh, another guy who we are anxiously anticipating and waiting on a commitment from is DeAndre Carter, the four-star offensive lineman from a modern-day Santa Ana, California. You know what modern-day means? Well, no. Oh! School us, baby. School my, us. My, my big buddy, Eagle Five, taught yeah. me this. It's Latin. 
I, I'm a big Latin guy. I mean, I, I'm well versed, son. You know, yeah, I'm world yeah. traveled. With that accent, how could you not be? Exactly. <laughs> oh, Mater Day. Hell yeah. <laughs> it means Mother of God. Huh. I mean, yeah. Is there a, you know, a, a more perfect name for a recruit for Hugh Freeze to recruit that school? <laughs> but doesn't Mother of God make you think of – remember that um, parody police video uh, movie where the guy takes his glasses off and he goes, Mother of God. What is that? Yes. Mother of God. Super Troopers. Super Troopers. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> so I think about that meme or that gif, whatever it is, uh, Mother of God. So, yeah, DeAndre Carter, We he came – to Big Cat on his own. He had officially visited back in June, and we're all in the same boat. We thought it was going to be a done deal the week after. Really did. Now we're hearing that it could be end of the month, maybe even the 1st of September. Jay, what, what, what's the latest on that? So that's it, it kind of what I've been hearing is that they thought it was going to come quicker, or that, that was kind of the feel that it was going to come the week directly thereafter, the things that kind of shifted. Give uh, Christian Clemente some credit here. He reported today that it sounds like it's two different dates, August the 20th and or September the 3rd. Um, He'll be announcing live on 24-7. I think they're putting some kind of a a ceremony together, a family reunion, something that they're trying to pull together to make it, you know, worthwhile to to make a commitment, which, you know, if he's going to make it that big of a deal, makes you think it's going to be really hard to kind of flip a kid like that, right? Like if you're going to put that much emphasis into it, very similar to Walker White when he did his commitment ceremony. So, 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 so the delay is not because of he's he's confused or he's back and forth. You think it's more or less the uh, the twenty four seven show making it work, getting everything set up. Right, the logistics of everything, okay. getting all that set, the moving pieces that go into it. I think everybody should remain calm as it pertains to DeAndre Carter. I think he's very much um, trending towards Auburn uh, if a decision hasn't already been, you know, silently made. Let me put it like that. Sure. So I think that uh, I think Auburn, that Auburn people should feel very good about T.J. Lindsay and they should feel very good about DeAndre Carter. And, look, it's not just me saying that. Both, your, both you and Cole have predictions for DeAndre Carter to commit to Auburn at some point. And T.J. Lindsay. Yes. I believe we do. Yep. Uh, so August the 20th. So now we're looking at August the 12th for TJ Lindsay. We're looking at August the 20th, 20th at the earliest for DeAndre Carter. Yes. Uh, August 21st, goal. Saquon Patterson? No, no, no. Well, I'm sorry. August JJ Falk. Well, yes. JJ Falk, the 21st, which, you know, let me touch on that a little bit. Uh, I have a prediction in for JJ Falk. Um, we, we talked about what it means when there's a team to beat. I think Auburn's the clear team to beat for J.J. Falk. Does that mean I think it's a 100% done deal? He's going to Auburn not looking back? No, it doesn't mean that. It just means that the way things are set up, being that his brother is at Auburn, being that he's lastly he visited Auburn for Big Cat, uh, things of this nature, other people's sources believe he might be going to Auburn because of all these things. That's what makes Auburn the team to beat. So I feel pretty good about putting a prediction in. At the same time, Clemson, Alabama, these are some schools that are heavy on on J.J. Falk and consider him like way up there on the linebacker board. And I'm talking, you know, edge, linebacker, both. Whatever you want to do, well, you can do both for us. So that's just one I think we need to watch pretty close because of that, if, if you understand what I'm saying. I, I I think it's Auburn, but let's let's keep a close eye on it. 
uh, up until that decision. I think I think for this one though, the sooner it happens, probably the better it is for Auburn. Boy, I would be absolutely floored, shocked. I would if I would JJ too. Falk were to commit elsewhere. I would too, especially being that. And I remember in Keldrick's recruitment that you know Cole did a lot of reporting on Keldrick. I mean, a lot of reporting. I mean, credit to him for continuing to stick with that you know, like a dog on the bone. But <laughs> during that. J.J. said in one of Cole's interviews that Auburn was his favorite team. Yeah, he is. Yeah, that's right. Auburn swag. You know what I mean? Auburn gloves and games, things like that. I'm with you, Jay Lee. I would be shocked. Now, look, he is a heck of a player. And Cole's right. Alabama's offered him. Clemson offered him. They're on him hard. But I think if he's if he actually goes through with a commitment on the 21st, coming off a big cat weekend, the things that he said coming out of that situation, um, knowing that his brother's there, that his mother probably wants her two children to play together and play together close to home. Mm. I, I just I, for the calculus to change and him to go someplace else would absolutely blow my mind. You know, it would it would be like when I was sitting in that calculus class my freshman year at Auburn. That's what that would feel like if that actually happened. <laughs> so you've got Falk. And I, I, listen, I think Cole's basically saying it's not a slam dunk like it, we 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 really thought it might be. Yeah, we don't uh, we don't know it yet, right? There's no right. It's like JJ's 100 percent done. Right. It's I'm over. pretty sure he's going to commit to Auburn. Yeah, I'm just not guaranteeing it. And, and I, one of the reasons that I, I I've you know, gotten pretty close to that situation. Uh, know a lot of people from Highland Home. Uh, have a lot of ties to Highland Home. For some of you may know that, some may not. Uh, I know he loves Alabama. I know he loves Alabama. That's that's the school that's prioritized him and get, given him a good role uh, in the future. So, you know, I, I just know a couple of these things that would make me go, all right, let's just be cautious here as we're trying to predict this one. But I do have a prediction in for Auburn, and I feel – Pretty decent about it going in. If he is going to do it on the twenty first, now if he delays that decision, right on. Then we know something. You know, it, it's probably let me let me check everything out and make sure I'm making the right decision here. Could have four commitments. Auburn is in on. We talked about T.J. Lindsey this weekend. Uh, DeAndre Carter earliest on August twentieth. J.J. Falk on the twenty first. The next day or the next day is Aquan Patterson, the five star uh, safety from Miami. Cole, what do you know about Saquon? Well, uh, not a whole lot, honestly, other than I know he made a little quiet visit to Auburn in March that nobody knew about. I found out because I called him, and he told me he was there and somehow slipped by all of us because we were there just about every day in March. Uh, he was there for Big Cat Weekend, uh, and we know that he's he's been a guy that's come to Auburn games and, and done all that since he was a, a, a younger guy and sort of became a fan of the program for that reason. But at the same time, he loves the Miami program as well. Now, there's there's a top five here. It's Miami, Michigan, Florida State, Auburn, and I can't remember the last. Ohio State, maybe? Yes, Ohio State. And he continues to say, I mean, he is adamant about all five of those schools are in the running. They're all the same to me. He said, my mom's going to make the choice. He's told me that several times. It ain't me, it's my mom. She's going to make the choice. I narrowed it down to five, now she makes the choice. So I think that's probably true because he's been saying that for a long time now. Um, I think it's Auburn-Miami. That's my guess right now. 
that's the battle. I think that's the battle. I think Miami has a slight edge, but now that Auburn is not in it with K.J. Bolden anymore, does that open up another door with Zaquan Patterson? Absolutely. It absolutely does. So it's tight. Jay, how you feeling there, man? I've got him at 45. That was before K.J. Or I guess that was shortly after him. Uh, I'm going to do some digging before I update my hot boards on Friday. Uh, I tell you what, Cole, another thing about Zaquan, he's got some Auburn influence around him. Yeah, yeah. He does. You know, he's he's been to Auburn a lot more times than is documented. And mm-hmm. so I – and I know he's very high for, uh, for on Auburn's board. Hell, if he wasn't up there with KJ, he was damn near. So, uh, yeah. Jay, I think you said if you had a mock class, you'd have him in it, right? Yes, if this is December, he's in my class. I I believe that. I have believed that from since I had a conversation with, like I said, one of my better sources that basically said, "Look, man, yeah, we're going to go after KJ and we're going to go all out." But Saquon Patterson's the one that you've really got a chance with. I mean, it, this this is a kid that likes Auburn. I'm not so sure that um, his mother necessarily wants him to go to Miami. You know, that he wants him to stay home. Maybe she wants him to get away from. Hmm. Uh, get away from Miami a little bit. Um, I don't know that she necessarily wants him to go as far as Michigan, who I happen to believe is also in his top three. I think Michigan's done a very good job recruiting him to this point. I don't know where he's going to commit when he makes his commitment on the 22nd or the 23rd, whatever day that is. I do feel like he ends up at Auburn in the end. I just think this is the kind of situation very similar to Kay and Lee. I think Zach can – I think he can work this kid. I think he – he meshes with this young man. I think they're going to prioritize that position. And I don't know. Can we make up the ground that we need to make up in the next, you know, 10 days? I honestly don't know. I, or I guess it's 13 days. Um, I honestly don't know. But I think we could. And, and I think not having K.J. Bolden in this class and us giving it. Look, I saw what happened with Julius Solomon, okay? And if they put that same kind of focus into trying to land Zaquan Patterson, I believe they've got an opportunity to really pull that off early this month or later this month. Excuse me. I agree. April the seventh, Cole was that sneaky visit with him and his uncle. You talked to him after that. Ah, yeah, there it is. And he came. He was here last March. He was here in October. He was here in April. He was here in, for Big Cat. So at least four documented um, visits to Auburn for Saquon. And uh, oh yeah, he's the one who left Big Cat and went straight to Michigan. Yeah, he did. And, and, I don't know if y'all, if you remember Jeffrey. There's somebody with him. He kept pointing at him, and he named him, but I don't remember all I that. I think he said I, his name was Jay. I can't remember or Jack or whatever it was. That's the guy that's been bringing him to Auburn for a long time. That's the guy that's close to him in the family or whatever. And uh, you know, I don't think that's that guy's like telling him where to go or anything. But Andy, that's probably it. You know, Andy, he went to school here. He has been bringing me to games here. That's what I'm saying. Something he's like got, that. Yeah. He he's got some people him. around him that, that that's that's Auburn, you know, not not pushing him in any way. Hell no, 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 not pushing. But has been bringing him around the program for a long time. Sure. I think he said since he was a little kid, he's been coming to Auburn. I was going to say at least two years, at least the past two years, back going back to his ninth, tenth grade years. This is a guy I've been hearing about for a long time. Yeah. And I will tell you what else gives me some confidence. Auburn still has an official visit in its back pocket with Zaquan Patterson. Both Michigan and Miami, who I consider to be his top three, have already utilized their official visits. So even if he does commit elsewhere, Auburn has the opportunity to get him back on campus, fully paid, wine and dine, and close that deal. So like I said, I, I just 
guys, there's not a lot of them that I'll say, hey, like it, 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 this one I'm reading tea leaves on, and I feel like in the end this one's over. I like it. I like it. A guy who hasn't set a date, we talked about T.J. Lindsay earlier, um, another defensive lineman. Auburn has been surging for Coles, been on this. Uh, I've had Auburn leading, I think, earlier this week. I, and, and this has all happened since Cam Franklin, the uh, four-star on three industry ranking defensive lineman. I think he's a five-star on a couple of different um, – Networks, let's see, he's a five-star on 24-7. He's a five-star on Rivals. He is a top 40 on three industry ranking, four-star on, on three. On three, not, not as high on him as the other people. But um, many have thought Rodney Garner, Tennessee, would be very tough to beat. Miami was in there as well. And then here comes Auburn. And he shows up Sunday. He Remember, instead of Big Cat, he was supposed to come before Big Cat. Wasn't able to make it and ended up going to Miami that weekend, which was already planned. He was going to Auburn, then Miami. He couldn't go to Auburn, so he went to Miami. Came home, got in his vehicle. Him and Jarkobi Hobson drive over. Jarkobi Hobson, the four-star 2025 linebacker from the same school, who just left for Big Cat, gets in the car and drives back to Auburn with Cam Franklin. They spend Sunday night and Monday in Auburn. And since that visit, Auburn has soared in this kid's uh, recruitment. And believe – a commitment could be soon. I think Chad Simmons talked to Kamarion not too long after that visit, and Chad said maybe late uh, late August, uh, maybe early September. And what does Kamarion have planned in that time period? An official visit to Auburn. An official visit to Auburn for that season opener. Yeah, that's. I th- you know uh, if you read the uh, who could be next to commit article this morning that I put out. Well, not Thursday morning or Wednesday morning. Excuse me. Uh, I actually I've been hearing rumblings and, and Jay had we were talking about it before the show that there's a possible commitment date he could have. Now I haven't pinned it down yet, so I'm not gonna you know go out with it. But because we're hearing that, I, I've decided on that who could be next to commit to to put him in the order. I think it could happen if it if it were to happen, and he's third on my list right now, behind T.J. Lindsey and DeAndre Carter. So, without saying a date. Do you include 2025s in that, Cole? What's that? Do you include 2025s? Uh, yeah, yeah. I have I have J.K. Falk in here. Okay. I do. So, basically, I think those two could happen, and then he could be shortly after, just from what I'm hearing now. Again, we haven't confirmed anything on him, but that's what that's the buzz on Cam Franklin right now. And I've... I've been sort of chatting with our Miami site and our Tennessee site, and we'll have a full story on that. But there's confidence in Auburn. Well, I say there's confidence coming from both sides there that Auburn is becoming the leader or is the leader right now. Yeah, and I would agree with that from what I'm hearing from my end. I think Jeffrey could probably confirm from what he's heard as well. And I think from very early on, I mean, I was told as early as May that Jeremy Garrett thought he was really in it in the Camarion uh-huh. Conference. Definitely. Like had confidence that he was in the thick of it, even when everybody else kind of discounted Auburn. And then when we got around to the first of July, I heard, okay, well, he he really is in it. You know what I mean? Like Auburn's in the middle of this. And then as we've gotten through the month of July and post Big Cat, after that visit, you're right, Jeffrey. Everything kind of changed. Like it went from being in the thick of it to, hey, we we may be the leader right now. You know what I mean? Like in and mm-hmm. with a commitment on the horizon. So everything has changed meteorically 
uh, very quickly with this young man, and, and what a pull that would be by Jeremy Garrett in his first full recruiting cycle um, to pull in probably a consensus. I mean, I think he's a high four, maybe even a consensus five-star uh, industry-wide. Uh, to add to a four-star in T.J. Lindsey and another three, uh, three-star player that we have a, lot, a very high opinion of in Malik Blockton. And they may not even be done yet. There may be another young man uh, from down there in South Florida that they could add later on down the line mm-hmm. that kind of fits that role of defensive tackle or nose guard. You know, there, there's Dimitri Nicholas. So, you know, getting four guys in this class on top of the four guys you added in last class Jeremy Garrett's, you know, he he really is making a name for himself on the staff. And, mm-hmm. you know, we've all talked about, you know, Josh Aldridge, um, Marcus Davis, as young guys cutting their teeth, showing, you know, I mean, stamping their name in the recruiting world. I, I, <laughs> I think Jeremy Garrett's quite well on the way to doing that as well. I, I remember the uh, I remember the quote that that Keldrick Falk gave me at the Alabama-Mississippi All-Star game. Kind of put him on the spot, honestly, because he was still committed to Florida State at the time. And, uh, you know, I said, "What's what do you think about this new Jeremy Garrett guy? He was new at the time. He said, mm-hmm. that dude is invested in me. He has invested in me. And I thought, that is an interesting choice of word, at least, you know, yeah. that he didn't use with anyone else. And you see how it played out at the end there. And by the way, before all this Cam Franklin buzz started coming out, I was hearing a lot of buzz about Jarkobi Hobson, his 2025 four-star linebacker teammate, um, and still hearing that buzz, by the way. Uh, I don't know where Jaden Perlotti is now on the board now that he – I mean, I know where he is on the board. I don't know where he is on, on Auburn's – could Auburn get him now that K.J. Bolden has gone to Florida State? Florida State. I mean, I think he's heavily trending that way right now. So – Okay, if you're trying to work out the linebacker board for 2025, I think Jarkobi Hobson just took a step up. So because of that, um, I think both of those guys are trending to Auburn. Yeah, and I think that 2025 linebacker class could be filthy. I mean, it it really could. Where does Zion Grady pr- project? Edge. Edge. Or, yeah, five, edge. or strong side in. He, he could do both. Yeah, he's a little bit bigger than J.J. and – um, hell, we can't forget about C.J. May either. C.J. May, Zayden uh, Walker. Yeah, um, that, that could be a filthy edge in linebacker class. And then in the state of Georgia, I'm trying to think. His brother plays at Kentucky, but Auburn is extremely high on the young man. That um, oh man, there's T. a Will, lot. Yeah, T. Will thought he had his brother locked. Oh, up. oh, uh, Travion Wallace. Yes. It, and he's a Tevin. Yeah. Tevin was his brother. The young one, the 25 guy, is Travion. Or Travion. Tavion. Yeah. Tavion, I think it is. I think it's Tavion. Right. Then you've got Eric Winters down in Enterprise, Alabama. Yeah. Place got about Eric Winters. That's a big one. That is a big it's, one. You've you got a lot of guys um, on the linebacker board for this day. And they're going to need it. I mean, it, you're probably going to be losing – at least one guy this year, maybe two, and then you're going to be losing two to three the following year. So they're going to need two big classes back-to-back. Really looking forward to that 2025 class, man. I think that could be the next step for Hugh Freeze um, and his staff. The 2024 class, you know, maybe top ten. Hell, who knows, dude, if they start getting some of these guys. But that 2025 class has the potential to be top five. Um, Yes. 
just early on, just looking at it from afar. Um, so you're looking at in the next immediate future, Auburn fans keep an eye on TJ Lindsay, keep an eye on DeAndre Carter, keep an eye on JJ Falk, keep an eye on uh, Zaquan Patterson, keep an eye on Cam Franklin. Hell, keep yes. an eye on Flory Badunga, the yes. five-star basketball guy. All these kids could come off the board in the next three to four weeks. Uh, we'll be bringing it all to you at Auburn Live on 3. If you're not a member of that site right now, we still got the fall camp special going. $1 for the first month for all new subscribers. Give us a try, man. If you don't like it, cancel after three and a half weeks. You lose four quarters. So uh, not bad. After that, man, if you do like it, we're uh, half as – Half a, half as expensive as Netflix and twice as entertaining. Eight, about eight bucks a month, man. Give us a try. We appreciate it. Uh, moving on, we're going to hit some questions from the corner, and uh, we've got a lot. We won't get to it. E oh, Eli Double I. What is your favorite away stadium, away stadium atmosphere that you have experienced, professional or collegiate? Uh, Jay Head, how about from the fan perspective? It's no doubt. It's Death Valley, Baton Rouge. I mean, it, listen, the fans there are absolutely rowdy. It's a great tailgate environment. The games are electric. Um, Got to be Baton Rouge for me. Cole, do you have a? Have you been to many yet? I really, um, I haven't. Um, as a fan, you know, going to different games, I've been to some. Never been to an NFL game. Uh, probably the Swamp, man. Swamp was awesome. It was it was awesome. I tell you what though, it was hot. <laughs> Gosh, it was hot. It was the September game. It was the uh, I went to the Auburn 2019 game. You know where Derek Brown tripped over a blade of grass trying to return a fumble. You remember that one? <laughs> uh, Florida came up for me yeah, too. Boy. Wait, wait, the, the Gus smells on. Oh, you know, that game. Yeah. I um I like Florida. I think it's a fantastic venue atmosphere. Uh, I, but nothing makes me want to see a football game better than inside Bryant Denny. Ooh, listen, I I love going in there. That place. Don't get me wrong. It, the atmosphere at Jordan Hare is unlike any other. Right? Listen, oh, but Bryant Denny rocks. And listen, no better feeling for Auburn fans than to go in there and quiet that place. <laughs> yeah, to send them home. It's in the back of their park. And listen, I love the mountains. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I love Big Tate, Dallas. <laughs> I just saw that. I had to share it with you. Jessica bought that for me. Hey! I love Big Tate's. Um, all right, big boy foosball. What are the guys we're most worried about losing between now and December signing day? This is a good question of the guys of the 15 commitments. Do you have one or two that you're like, oh, back in the back, by the way, said Clemson or Georgia? Uh, that sounds like a good one. I, I, believe it or not, I don't think I've ever been to Athens. Mm, I don't either. I, I, again, the away games for recruiting people is the weekend to go hunting. It's the weekend yes. to go fishing. It's the weekend to not do a damn thing. 
So I don't go to a lot of away games. I never have. Uh, bowl games, absolutely. We, we, you know, we came to party. But, <laughs> um, not, not, not during the regular season, big dog. I, I'd rather sit at home, go hunting, sit in the shooting house. All right, big boy. What are the guys' commitments you're most worried about there, fellas? One or two. I'll start off. I think Jalewis Solomon going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I know he was set to commit to South Carolina. That's a good one. I, 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 would, I would say keep an eye on him. I would say Joe Phillips, mm. if Georgia decides to come back around on that one and press. Um, because he hasn't flipped. I think it's hard when a kid flips to flip them, then flip them again. I think that's incredibly mm. difficult, which makes me feel a little bit better about Perry Thompson and Demarcus Riddick. Yeah. Joe Phillips has never truly officially flipped. And if Georgia circles back around, does that change things? Does that, If Alabama gets involved with him and tries to press there, how does that work itself out? So that's what I'm going to watch. He's not doing anything now that makes me think, okay, he's going to flip. But the potential that he could, yeah, I, th- I think it's there. Go. Cool. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm actually not worried about Demarcus Riddick after looking into that one even more. I am actually worried about Joe Phillips, like you said, Jalewis uh, Solomon. That's a great point on him, and, and I am a little bit worried about Perry Thompson just because it's unfamiliar territory for Auburn and for me. I, you know, I've never really seen a five-star flip from Alabama like that especially receiver from the South Alabama Mobile area, which is, you know, tough place for Auburn to win sometimes in recruiting battles. So that's one that uh, I just, you know, I'm, I'm going to watch that one all season. Okay, here we go. Cinco to say <laughs> five to six in the house. All right, LJ McCray. Big Florida defensive lineman. Auburn was in on early, kind of kind of falling behind with him. Auburn's still in it for him. And unless y'all have some news that I don't, uh, Auburn slipped with him. I, I think he stays in state. I do not see yeah. him. I think Auburn's got their priorities set on Cam Franklin and TJ yeah. Lindsey and then to a lesser extent, Dimitri Nicholas. Yeah, and I, I think there's a lot of Florida buzz with L.J. McCray. If there's going to be somebody outside of the state that's going to pull him, I think it's going to be I think it's going to be Georgia. I okay, think. I agree. I agree. Yeah. There you go. I, I haven't spent much time on him. He visited early in spring, and, you know, it was like, okay, man, hey, and then it was like, uh, yeah, yeah, he's out. It, it fizzled out pretty quick. Yeah, fizzled out. There you go. DMAC 73, will the tight end room be utilized a good amount in this new offense? Good recruiting question here. What will the rotation look like? <laughs> yeah, great, great recruiting question. Uh, <laughs> man, I'm with you, DMAC. I, I can't tell early on, to be honest. Um just from what I've seen, they they run pretty much every little play on air that they do at practice has a tight end in it or an H-back. So there's going to be some usage there. I just don't know how they're going to do it. And Revolta Fairweather's lining up at receiver pretty much. So Yeah, they're, they're using him at what I would call the large F. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's, that's yeah. the spot that he's going to be. And they're going to run three big body wide receivers out there at one time. You know yeah. what I mean? Like And have an H-back on the field. And then they're going to move that H-back off and bring in a slot. Yep. That's kind of my understanding of the situation right now. Bojer wants to know the same thing I asked you earlier, Jay. Head, maybe retouch on that again. I was saying, you know, is the DeAndre Carter delay, uh, should Auburn fans be worried, or is that more of a logistics thing? You cleared that up, but uh, that's how you feel, right? Just logistics. I don't see there's, there's – I don't think there's any worry. Um, 
Not from what I've heard it, with regard to DeAndre Carter and anybody else he's not planning to officially visit. Uh, it looks like everything's going to line up for the very latest, September the 3rd, for him to have a commitment ceremony out there in Santa Ana, California, kind of a family reunion type situation, and, you know, give Christian his his due. You know what I mean? He reported that, yeah. I think, today or yesterday, um, that that was the situation that was going on out there, and that aligns with everything I've kind of heard behind the scenes. The day after Auburn's season opener, well, I'll tell you what, these guys, um, the commitment date's just lining up for one a week, it almost seems like. I know, and it's always on Saturday, too. Yeah, or yeah. Sunday. <laughs> hey, let me let me just throw in about Carter, too, real quick. Um, I feel good about it. I have a pick in. We all, you know, Jeffrey, you have a pick in. J-Head, we feel good. But just like with Jalewis Solomon, the South Carolina felt great, guys. I mean, here's the thing. This is just the, the you know, the life of SEC recruiting, and this is the way it is. If there's more time... There's more time to try to sway him. Yeah. Now, even when he's committed, it doesn't matter. Of course, he's not signed. But at least when he's not committed, you have a different pitch. Hey, don't don't commit there. Hold off. You know, and if you think that Texas, you know, Michigan State, whatever these schools are that are after him the most, him being, you know, 24-7, thinks he's the number one guard in the country. Obviously, pretty much everyone else is pretty high on him, on three, two for the most part. Um, then, man, you know, they're not just going to let that time that's being added here to his, un, you know, being uncommitted, let, they're not going to let it go. No. They're going to try to take advantage of it. Right. And I think I, if the kid actually commits on as late as September the 3rd, I still feel very good about Auburn. He's never visited Texas. And I do think Texas is the other big player here. I am not – Look, Mel Tucker is a very good football coach. He's an excellent recruiter, but Michigan State does not scare me at all in this recruitment. I'm going to be completely honest. Yeah. So if the kid goes through with the commitment ceremony on the 3rd of September, I like Auburn. I agree. Carter does have an official visit scheduled to Texas for the end of September. Yes. So that would scare me. If he gets and it does say he visited back in January. Okay. So I still yeah, he, he he made one visit, and he was supposed to do it again. I don't think it actually happened, um, but it was it's one, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it right. is. He's only been there once. Uh, oh, Warjax has got a uh, – what guys do you think we might not have or not be in the race for without Walker White? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I wouldn't credit anybody to Walker White solely. No, I think if you'd landed Casey Poe, you'd have to give him Walker White a lot of credit. But beyond him, I, I, you know, nobody comes to mind exclusively. Though I think Walker has been a very good um, peer recruiter, absolutely. But I, there's no one that I would actually contribute, you know, attribute to him solely. Supplemental help. I don't think he is. Uh, I mean, I. Yeah, I, I, I would say nobody right now. A good, a good counter question to that might be if he never committed, let's say he's uncommitted right now and he's still trying to choose between Auburn and Clemson, does it slow momentum for Auburn? Because he's Absolutely. a big, he's a big oh, quarterback. You know? Yes. Dude, if you don't have a quarterback by June, August, whatever we're in, you're struggling. Yeah. I kind of feel that way. So 
just his presence alone probably helps with recruiting momentum. Shit. Think how much help it helped. Uh, it, it, like again, I'm, he's not responsible for Perry Thompson or right. uh, Malcolm Simmons or Bryce Kane, but sure did help having a nice quarterback yeah. there committed in it. Yes, because you are able to sell future to those kids. Like, hey, this is going to be who's throwing you the football. Yeah. It's part of your recruiting pitch. You always want to lock in your quarterback first or close to first because that's who you build your class around. Yeah. Oh, Rice DP wants to know, uh, is this the first time Auburn's ever had half his class, 15 commitments uh, committed before the season? Hmm. No. It's kind of I only mean, been a trend the last few years, you know, having this many kids, is being as finished as possible by the start right. of the season. That's, that's only been trending here for a couple of years. Uh, yeah. So, no, I, I can't think of it. I can't think of it. I had to go back and look to be sure, but I can't imagine Auburn having – I mean, we're not done yet either. Auburn's yeah. got 15 right now. I mean – You could be pushing 20 by the time Toto meets letter on uh, on September 2nd. Right. I think Brian Harson had nine committed going into his first season. He only signed 19. So, I mean, if, if you're looking at it from a percentage standpoint. <laughs> Let's see. DeAndre Carter, TJ Lindsey. Maybe Cam Franklin, um, so maybe 17, 18 by the time kickoff comes. Maybe as much as 19, right? Yeah, like, there's a possibility. I was, I was thinking, well, oh, Patterson is another one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you got Patterson. So Franklin, Patterson, Lindsey, and Carter. You could potentially have those four in the class, which would put you at 19, right? And then cherry picking the rest of the way, get you another offensive lineman or two. Uh, another offensive lineman or two, maybe another receiver. defensive lineman, another, potentially another receiver, tight end, tight end running, back. running back. Honestly, guys, you know, I didn't put Reese Baker in the who could be next to commit, but what does he do? I mean, who knows? There's a couple of little outliers there. He's one of them. Demetri Nicholas is another one. Mm-hmm. What if yeah. they decide to take both of those guys? 22. Instant, I mean, instant 21. additions. That'd be good. Yeah, they're instant additions if they do. I just – I don't know what to do about Baker. I'm, I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm just gonna quit talking about him until he does something. Yeah, yeah, that's probably the best way. R. Harris, sixteen sixty three. Is there some new smoke about Cam Franklin committing to Auburn? Soon? We touched on. Listen, these people ask us these questions before we start the show, so sometimes we cover them before we ever get to the questions. But uh, so yeah, we talked about Cam Franklin. Jay Head, jump in there if you want to. Absolutely. Uh, yes, legitimate buzz that Cam Franklin could be doing something soon. Yes, Auburn is absolutely in this and, and potentially the leader right now. Good those, stuff, those, those classes where Auburn gets one of those big dog D linemen like Jeffrey likes, hmm. that's usually yeah, a great – that's a great tone setter for a class. It's kind of like – I mean, your linebacker is the quarterback of the defense, but for Auburn, you know, having those nasty, you know, big-time guys up front is, is just the calling card, it feels like. You know, we talked about having a quarterback committed early, <clears throat> looking ahead at 2025. It's, you know, it's almost peak quarterback committing season for the 2025 class. Randy mm-hmm. wants to know any smoke on 2025 QBs. Deuce Knight, quarterback from Mississippi, seems to be Ole Miss bound. With, uh, I don't know about, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know much about him. I mean, I, I do know him. I just don't know where he's leaning or, right. uh, I haven't heard much smoke on Antoine Hill lately. Does anybody have anything to add on 2025 QBs? Cause I don't. No, I, I haven't invested as much time as I should have mm-hmm. um, to answer a question like that. But I tell you what, let me uh, let me do some research and we'll get an answer. We'll start the show with 2025 quarterback recruiting 
other than if we have a uh, commitment to talk about. You got about five or six months to get you 2025. You think Walker White committed in February, uh, yes. September, October, November, December, January, February. So five or six more months before you ideally would have your 2025 quarterback committed. So uh, we'll keep an eye on that, especially throughout the fall. Bringing kids in, you'll start to see who they're prioritizing, who they really yeah. want. We know who they've offered at this point, but who do they really want? Yes. That's the crazy thing. We don't really know who's heavily on the radar when you would think you yeah. kind of would, especially with Hugh Freeze, Philip Montgomery, Ken Austin, guys that really want to do that. I mean, is it possible? We've talked about guys, you know, them leaving a couple spots for the portal. Is it possible they do that for quarterback? If they don't see somebody that they're just all about, I mean, I don't know. It's just a – I, I, I feel like you would want one in your 25 class. It's just – you know how Hugh is about wanting to see a guy live in action and throw. He may actually yeah. want to see some live reps this fall before they decide, you know what, this is our guy. This yeah. is who we're going after. So the first week of September could be big as far as that goes. Yeah. Dose Wildcats 202 with a, with a successful season, do you think recruiting for a specific position will take off? Also, any intel on what high school coaches think of Freeze and company? Uh, with the successful season, do you think recruiting for a specific position will take off? I mean, skill players, I'm thinking offense more along the lines of. I think wide receiver. That's the one that's got potential for the most growth. It, Auburn's put up good running backs the last, you know, 10 years. You know what I mean? But wide receiver-wise, you've had Seth Williams, you've had Schwartz, you've had Slayton. Um, and really not, I mean, Ron Davis, and really not a lot beyond that. So if the wide receiver core takes a step forward, you get a couple guys drafted, maybe you show some things on tape that you're able to do that we haven't done offensively. I think wide receiver recruiting has a chance to be four-star or better every kid you land and moving forward. Uh, I don't have any intel on high school coaches. I don't think Hugh Freeze has been here long enough. Uh, at least I haven't, you know, dug in. But I know the, the consensus about everybody that I've spoken to, whether it be high school coaches, seven-on-seven seven coaches, parents, friends of uncles, all those people. Dude, I haven't heard a bad word about Hugh Freeze yet. I don't think you're going to get one. CCR3, uh, by current commits and likely projections, which unit do you think will receive the biggest boost in talent? Good question. Right if now. Long, yeah. Linebacker. Linebacker. Yeah, I was going to say, and especially if you land Bradley Shaw, if you add Shaw to the group that you've already got, yeah, the linebacker floor just took a big step. Huge. Huge. You could, say, you could make a case for a receiver as well. Uh, I, 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 on offense, receiver. On defense, linebacker. Yeah, especially because a lot of the guys that, you know, are one- or two-year guys, so they'll be moving out, like yeah. Shane Hooks and some of these guys we picked up. So definitely bringing up the talent level in that room too. Flip Osaurus, how do you think the Daquan Patterson recruitment plays out? Also, how does Auburn sit for Jamonte Waller as a potential flip? Jamonte Waller, the four-star edge from Mississippi who is committed to Florida. Auburn was in on him early, um, has kind of faded. Uh, any? Uh, I haven't really put out many bat signals on him to begin with. I've, I've got a little bit of buzz on Waller. Um, I don't have much to say about him other than I've been hearing his name more lately. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, as a true edge, right? I, I think that Auburn at one point looked at this and said, all right, Joe Phillips and we're done at edge. And yeah. now they're looking yeah. at it like maybe we could use one more. And if they want one more, it's going to be Waller. That, that'll that be the guy they target. In addition to Bradley Shaw. 
I mean, I'm sorry. See, okay. And I put all the linebackers together, man, because it's Joe Phillips, but the four linebackers they wanted, saying uh, the three that they've got plus Bradley Shaw. Then if you take another one, a fifth, and then you figure out where to put them, right? Yeah, and I think they do see Joe Phillips as, you know, as a jack. They see him as a jack or an edge, however you want to refer to it as. Um, We see him as an outside linebacker all the way. Now, I think at one point they were telling him, like, hey, you can come in and play whatever. You're talented enough. But I think in the end they kind of project him to that spot. And and I believe that Joe's been working with Willie Whitehead. Give Jason Caldwell some credit. Speaking of 24-7, he reported that, that he's been working with Willie Whitehead um, on perfecting his pass rush and doing some things. You're talking about an eight-year NFL guy um, that I'm sure Joe would love to kind of learn and pick up some things from. But, no, you're right, Cole. When you look at the Jack room right now, it's not overly deep. And you're definitely losing one guy. Um, in uh, the Vanderbilt transfer McAllister. Definitely right. losing one. You've only got, what, four on the roster right now? Yeah. So taking two in this class would put you at oh, five. You, well, you're losing Sings as well. Is Sings a senior? I thought I he had two he, years. I think he's a one-year guy. I thought Sings had two. I thought Sings and McLeod had two. Right. Also one. Uh, yeah. NHS Auburn. Who are the three, five most talented twenty-five recruits on Auburn's board? I think we've mentioned some of them: uh, Zion Grady, JJ Falk, um, Zayden Walker, Eric Winters. Pretty good list right there. Probably go look at the Alabama. Hell, there's, there's enough twenty twenty-five Alabama guys. Look at that twenty twenty-five in-state ranking. Uh, Auburn's in on all those guys. Zion Grady. I don't know if we said him, but uh, who's that? Derek, Derek Smith. Smith. Derek Smith, yes. Thank you, good country. For perception purposes, what recruit that's still on the board is most important to land for perception purposes? Uh, it, it's either Franklin or Carter. It's one of those two. Boy, you miss on Carter, and this gets ugly. It does, doesn't it? Mm. It's got to be you Carter. Be, yeah, because yeah. right now you're looking at a couple of flips in addition to Carter. Carter's yeah. I mean, he's, he he is the guy that's uncommitted right now that you're circling around like you, right, can... You've whiffed on several guys already. You whiff on Carter, and it gets ugly. Yeah. So you got to get him. <clears throat> so uh, there you go. Good stuff, though, BJT. Uh, Auburn Blue, 40 with the last question. Who, uh, Which guys presently committed to another school that you guys feel has the best opportunity to flip to Auburn? Who's gonna? Who's the best flipper? Who's the most likely flip for Auburn? Is it an offensive lineman? Is it Cam Coleman? Is it Kevin Riley? Is it Amir Jackson? Is it Caleb Odom? Odom? Is it? It's Khalil House for me. Khalil House? I think it's Khalil House. I think they're going to double back there, and they're going to and they're going to body back that one. That's that's my prediction right now. As far as put him in a body bag. Khalil House seems the most likely. He was dead set on coming to Auburn, and you know Stanford came in there last minute. I mean, they 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 pulled an Auburn on Auburn. Yeah, they did. Khalil House seems like a good one now with the Pac-12 shit going on. That is a good one. That is a good one. I 
I think I responded to someone on the board saying I didn't really see Khalil House, but the more I've looked into it, the more it seems likely that he could reopen things or make a flip, something of that nature. Uh, you also have T.J. Lockhart from uh, Mississippi State Commit, yeah. offensive lineman. Yeah, I, I think I think Waller, like just from a couple things I've heard here lately, I think he's somebody to watch at least. Kevin Riley, I like that one. I think that's somebody that Cadillac will not give up on. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one more I was going to say. Oh, Jude Foster. Jude Foster is one. Uh, mm-hmm. Ole Miss offensive line, who I, I've been meaning to catch back up with. Um, he is he is somebody to watch too. I think. Okay. Some good offensive linemen uh, committed elsewhere to we'll be tracking. I mean, uh, we, we've run out of uh, uh, we've run out of uncommitted guys besides DeAndre Carter. Um, so be keeping an eye on off. Good. That was a good one too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, how about you this week? I've got uh, I've got four. I got one, but you guys go ahead and start. Let me pull it up. I have at least one. Who you got, Cole? Bdye. Um, I wanted to give him a how about you. I'm going to give E. Moss one, too. Mm, cabbage, big dog. And, and LG, Lord George. Okay. Make B, that a B. Die, B. B. Yep. Uh, e. Moss, Lord George. Yep. Those J-head? Make that a B. Die squared. Okay. Nice. And then BVP. There you go. Oh, yeah. Make that squared as well. BBP. Um, we're going to do cubed because I had him on my list. BBP times three. Hope he gets back to us soon, man. Fantastic poster. Loyal yes, subscriber. Big time fan of BBP. Um, he's taking a little break, and we'll hope to see him again soon. I got, how about you to, at Sarmarcado, Sarmarcado, how about you to Wardam615, who was saying all week with me that, or, or <laughs> Wardam615, Florida State, KJ Bolden. Yeah. Uh, how about you to Cork forty three twelve? How about you to PEJ underscore WDE ninety four, who just figured out that the blinds when you turn them down, Cole. You remember when you had them up and you were like, "Look at all that space!" Right? Remember that? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so, so when you have them down, that's what the people on the outside are seeing. All that space there. No, that that makes sense. That so makes when sense. I have them turned up. The people on the outside are seeing what you see when you have them turned down. You know, I rethought this. And yes. I'm still going down because yes. Yes. If, if I'm like, let's just say I got like 30 minutes or something and I want to take a nap, to me that is what closes the, the light out the best. Okay. When you go down. Now, right. apparently, I talked to Emily about this, my wife. It creates a better ambiance in the room when you when you uh, turn them up. So cheeky, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> ambiance was that the right word? Yes, sir. Yeah, okay. ambiance is the word. Okay, Set that mood. <laughs> it's called Sex Panther Cologne. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Sixty percent of the time, says Jeffrey. All the time, baby. We're live on three, the recruiting show. <laughs> Which, hey man, again, hey, we appreciate everybody listening. Uh, Jessica Andrews, if you're looking for a house in or around Auburn, Opelika, Lee County, give her a call, folks. She can do it all by sale. Look for you something to invest in. 334 704 4442. Tell her we sent you. We will be back Sunday night with the call in show. Look for us there at 6 30 p.m. Central Time on the Auburn Live YouTube channel. Be sure to stick 
uh, to Auburn Live on 3. Lots going on this weekend and the coming weeks, as we just talked about. We'll be doing our best to bring it all to you first and, most importantly, correct and accurate. Uh, thanks again for watching. Thanks again for listening. We appreciate everybody for Jay head for Cole, for Zach in the back. I'm Jeffrey Lee. Stay out of that left lane. See ya. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.